When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This, this, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Butler in the corner with one second. Hoist the jumper. It's good! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Your Fighting Tigers are national champions. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, Y'all don't say nothing. Honestly, I have no idea. I was just trying to get to the handshake line. Earlier on the show, Kansas State guard Marquise Noel. Coming up, 49ers tight end George Kittle. Academy Award winner Matt Damon. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, can confirm. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Matt Damon's joining us in hour number three of this program alongside uh, the great Stacey Dales, my colleague from the NFL Network. She's been all over the Pro Day circuit. Um, she was at Will Levis's Pro Day. She was at the Combine. And, oh, by the way, her uh, number's hanging in the rafters in Oklahoma. Um, and she has some particular insights about the Women's National Championship game that went down between LSU and Iowa uh, as Stacey got fouled out of her National Championship game against UConn. So that'll be great conversation. Hour number one, we chatted with... Marquise Noel of Kansas State. He believes it's UConn tonight. But we pause this program for one of our favorites. Uh, the man is highly entertaining. And uh, clearly, the, uh, the folks at uh, WWE took notice and tapped him into WrestleMania. Tagged him in. Tagged him in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. And he tapped out the Miz? Tagged him in? Yeah, tagged him in. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, TJ. I'm glad that you, ha- you were there for me. Well, I mean, and it's yeah. amazing that he had a tight end university uh, um, tank top right underneath. You know better than anyone about that. And so uh, immediately I had to reach out because it was great to see him in such a huge spot here in Los Angeles, California. He is the great George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers and also WrestleMania. Good to chat with you, George. Wow, Rich, always a pleasure. Did I hear earlier that I'm opening for Matt Damon? Uh, yes, <laughs> correct. That is, yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. I might just stay on and just listen to your guys' conversation. You know, George, George, I'm sure you've got the uh, the plan to handle that on your cell phone. I'm sure you can do that. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, you know, I'll just I'll connect the Wi-Fi. It's fine, Matt Damon. I mean, one of my favorite actors from Ocean. What, 11, 12, 13? movie. You need to see this movie air, George. It's really well done. It's great. That's what he's coming on to promote. It's amazing about Jordan, oh. Jordan signing with Nike. Yeah, no, I trust. I've seen the trailer for that. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. That looks, uh, him and Affleck are fantastic. I always like watching them. They're, they're, they seem like they're really great. So that chemistry just, uh, it just goes right over to the screen. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. And how about you, man? So uh, walk me through your night, man. Saturday night. That was wild. That must have been like uh, up there for you in terms of the all-time great things that you've done in your life, George. Yeah. I mean, 
I had Pat McAfee called me earlier in the week. I was, hey, hey, I've been pestering a little bit since last year. I was like, hey, man, if you ever need someone to help you in the ring, I'm available. Don't care when. And then, like, you know, he kind of stepped away from wrestling for a little bit. Yep. Um, Some he's like, hey, you know, you're so interested. Like, of course, you know, just hit me up. And then this past week, he said, hey, I might have something for you. Are you still interested? And I said, yeah, you have my number. I'll be there regardless. If you want me to hop in the ring, do whatever you want. I can hit someone with a table, hit someone with a chair, jump <laughs> on the ladder. Probably not. <laughs> but um, but I'll, I'll do anything you want me to do. And then it just, I got to talk to Triple H, Mr. H, sorry. Uh, <laughs> talked to him a little bit. He gave me the rundown. And then, uh, you know, just uh, Pat, the Miz, and me making some magic on night one of WrestleMania in L.A. How fun. So so you're saying you've been telling Pat, hey, uh, you know, hook me up if you need me. Um, I'm ready to be hooked up. And the first time he finally hooked you up was for WrestleMania. Is that right? That's yeah. Just wow. Pat McAfee, just the just guys being dudes. He's one of the boys. Yep. Uh, just said, hey, suggested me for a bit. Um, you know what they're doing. Say, hey, uh, you know, he's going to be there. And like I said, uh, every time you post any of my wrestling, I throw him a little DMs, and I just like throw him sideways eyes, like, hey, I'm here. And just, you know, letting them know that I'm still available. But uh, it's just uh, how it came to be. Just, he just gave me a call and, Next thing you know, I'm in WrestleMania on Saturday, you know, just kind of talking about it. Um, and then Saturday night hits, and I, you know what? It was the one of the most, I think it was the second most anxiety I've ever had in my life behind <laughs> seeing it with Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> so NFL honor still cool. tops. This past year's NFL honor still tops in terms of anxiety. Oh, my gosh, Rich. I was so scared. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't see much in front of people. At least WWE, like, Hey, I'm fully invested in it. I watch it. I watch Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. I'm in it. Follow it all on Twitter. Yeah, seeing um, seeing the Kelly Clarkson song. Not you know, I don't do that weekly. It's not something I, I do all the time. But you know, I thoroughly enjoy that. But you know, having to jump over the barrier, trying not to catch my feet, overthinking everything. But uh, you know, the good news at the end of the day is, is that I'm really good at hitting people, and so that was pretty natural for me. Although George, I got to tell you, the moves that you were putting on the Miz would be 15 yards. In your normal profession, in your day job or your night job, that's 15 yards. Not, not if I'm carrying the football. Huh. Interesting. So in, in that regard, uh, it, it did look like you were a complete natural here, George. Um, did Was there no rehearsal with The Miz the first time that you started making these maneuvers? There was no, um, you know, practicing these maneuvers in any way, shape, or form, George? No, he gave me like... He talked me through it for about five minutes, and then he's like, "You know what? You got it. You're good to go. I don't want to put too much stuff in your head. Just go. Just go hit me." I had fun too. Then once I was walking back to my seat after the rehearsal, he goes, uh, "One of the other guys goes, hey, make sure you hit him harder than he thinks he's gonna get hit. It'll look better.'" So I was like, "All right, sounds good." <laughs> wow, that was really fun. You know, he's a big Browns fan, right, George? Oh, trust me. We we're talking. No, we were talking about that. Every time I see the news and talk football, it's fantastic. Um, he's big in fantasy football. Uh, so we were talking about that. I know I, just, I always tell everybody, just draft Christian McCaffrey number one. It's your best bet. After that, I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, but uh, that's, a, that's a for sure. Whether, you know, he's, he's going to be hot. So I would just keep drafting him number one. That'd be my number one. Well, okay, very good. Yeah, I mean, I'm in a fantasy league with him, George. I'm, so I know. He's diehard. But he also, he he's... He chooses too many Cleveland Browns. He does. <laughs> it, that's, but that's always been his uh, Achilles heel. You found the other one with the clothesline. That's for sure. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I know. And then, then Pat punted his face to the moon. He did. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How about, hey, did you see the bump that Pat took jumping from the top to the ground? Yeah. Like, he hit full. I mean, <laughs> the miss helped out a little bit, but that was full spine on the on the canvas. Yeah. When he, he <laughs> Pat put out a photo uh, on his, he, he Instagrammed out a photo of it. It looks Photoshopped. Where he is he's tr- upside down. He's upside down at, at, at a 45 degree angle heading down to the ground. It looked like, okay, let's just take Pat McAfee standing upright. Someone will just tilt it, flip it upside down. That was unbelievable. That was, it was the, unreal. If you look at it again, I'll be in the, I'm in the very background with my mouth, my jaw on the floor, and going, holy shnikes, what am I about to witness? <laughs> oh, man. Wow. George, that is so unbelievable. That was so cool. And then for you to rep TEU like that, come on now. You know what? It's a, that was actually my wife's idea. That was awesome, you know. Because I know the thing was Pat always wears a black tank, you know, the wife beater. And I was like, you know what? I, I feel like I got to go hype him up by wearing a black tank. And um, why don't we just brought one of my Titan U shirts, cut the sleeves off the day of. We're like, hey, what's better than Titan U and a bunch of trubbies here uh, live at WrestleMania? So, George, yeah, it came together perfectly. Let me tell you something, George. Let me pound the table for you. And your colleagues, okay? 2023. 2023. The three men who created tight end university. Greg Olson. Greg Olson calls a Super Bowl in which Travis Kelsey wins it. And then, off of that, hosts Saturday Night Live. And then you show up in a TEU tank top at WrestleMania. This is the greatest tight end year ever i can't imagine this is it we haven't you know we've just played one football game in it this is it george this is the pinnacle one would think you know you know what or it's just the foundation for great things to come right out of boy what is building up and you know what i mean you talk about Greg Olson, how fantastic of a job he did with the super bowl all i heard was good things about him and i yeah. thought he did a fantastic job kelsey out there scoring touchdowns winning another one putting two in his resume uh, his uh resume and uh being able to hop over, get in the ring, celebrate, throw the double birds up like Stone Cold in WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that, was a, that was a lifetime experience for me. You know, it's kind of like an achievement unlocked and when you're playing a game. That was crazy. Um, did not think that was going to happen, but it did. But, yeah, you know, it's a great year for tight ends. Yeah. And it's just going to continue to get better, Rich. And it just can continually get better each day, each week. We're going to keep stacking great years on top of them, and the tight ends are just going to take over the world. I'm, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking I need to look up the record for tight ends chosen in the first round of an NFL draft and that this is going to be that month where that record gets broken. It's too good right now for tight ends. It's just you're on a roll. And let's not forget, though, there's only one who repped tight end university with their platform. I mean, it's not like Olsen, you know, opened up his – shirt and tie during the Super Bowl and there's a TEU or Kelsey did it in his American Girl Doll sketch on Saturday Night Live. You actually repped it, George. You repped it, man. You got it done. Oh, I appreciate that. Attaboy. I appreciate that. Yeah, man, it's... Uh, I'm psyched for you. A lot to us. It means a lot to us. So, you know, just uh, got to get it out there. And, you know, hey, it's coming up June 20th. It's coming up to Nashville. It's an easy flight, man. I did a red eye last night, and I got in. And I'm- well, when is, when is it? Because, you know, good Lord, are uh, am I overdue for a trip to the bus, even though they haven't put a motor on it. Uh, <laughs> and that's I'm a man of principle, kind of like Lamar Jackson, where I'm not going to make a deal until I get what I want. 
Um, <laughs> I I respect that. You know, but they still don't have a motor on it. So when is when is tight end university? This this uh, it's June twentieth. It's a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Opening night is on that Tuesday, June twentieth, and we just kind of it's kind of a meet and greet upstairs at a rooftop restaurant bar area, hang out. I will get to see each other. Yeah, and then Wednesday, Thursday are the the meeting days plus um, on the field stuff. It's fun to this. know. I've got some. I'm not, I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to release some surprises yet, but okay. I, you know, hopefully you can have me back on later. <laughs> yes, yes, George. Uh, and I'll, I'll announce that you're going to be there too. You know, in Nashville. Okay. And, you know, both of the boys is going to be a part of it. Of course they are. It's going to be pretty fun. They're local. They're local. They uh, are local. All right, before I let you go, George, you want to chime in on, uh, I don't know if you are able to catch Iowa versus LSU. You know what? The... It was literally on right before I left. So I watched the whole game. Uh-huh. I did. What do, you, what do you want to know my thoughts on? What are your thoughts on, on uh, I guess, let's get right into, uh, you know, the end where, you know, Angel Reese is getting lit up for giving the – well, I mean, you're you're you know wrestling moves. The you can't see me, John Cena move towards Caitlin Clark. What do you think of that? Well, you know what? Um, in the league, you have to. Uh, I've realized you have to appreciate people for who they are, and everyone comes in different walks of life, and you can't really judge people because you you've never walked a day in their shoes. Right. So I'm not gonna judge anyone for that. I would have handled. I would have been a little bit different. Um, I think I'm more the kitten Caitlin Clark out, but um, you know, shake hands. There's not much you can say after you lose, anyways. Um, she kind of, she kind of did it. She kind of did it against Louisville. She did it against Haley oh, Van Lith. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's on fire. She's dropping thirty-five points, and you can't, you can't see me. You can't touch me. Uh, I mean, that's pretty deserved. Um, yeah, I know. But like when you when you talk and you, and then when you're winning and then when you lose, hey, it, you're bound to get it back in your face. That's just kind of what happens. Yeah. Um, and you know LSU, they, they took advantage of it. They got they got the win. They're able to do that. Is it the um, does it look the greatest? Uh, probably not. But hey, she won. She can say what she wants to say, and uh, you know that's how people are, you know, are going to see her. Uh, and, yeah, she's a phenomenal basketball player, so she gets to say what she wants to say. That's that's the that's the blessing of when you're on top and you get a win. You can do whatever you want to do. I mean, look at the Super Bowl and uh, you know you do talking crap to the Eagles. Like that's just. It's not what everybody might do, but if that's how you want to play it, that's how you want to play your cards, hey, go for it, man. That's that's not me, but good for you for winning. And Caitlin Clark, have you connected with her at all during her remarkable uh, run at all? Yeah, that's just fun. One of my wife's best friends is related to her, so uh, oh. I've only met her like once or twice, maybe. Uh, I don't get back to her too much, but stay in contact over social media once in a while. But right. she's just a huge fan. How fun of a player. How electric. And 40 points, averaging over 30. Just absolute stud. Scoring on seventy five percent of like of all the possessions of Caitlin Clark. I mean, how fun to watch! Just she massive is. superstar, and I really hope she plays again in, in college, just because just she's just going to make that sport so much better, and it just gives more uh, you know, a chance to see all the amazing things that she can do, and you know, allows kids to see her and be like, hey, I want to do that someday too, and maybe uh, changing the way that they train, changes the way they shoot the ball, and maybe they're all shooting like Steph Curry and Caitlin Clark in the future. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, and this was an also an opportunity where you could complain about the refs and not get fined. That was uh, that. You know that. what? I already tweeted about it. I'm not. It's not even just towards Iowa. I thought they were. You know what? Not to offend anybody, but I thought they were horrendous on both sides. Yeah, of the ball. both. You can look all. I mean, everyone was saying that. I mean, like I've never seen. You know, I mean, I have seen it, but it's been a while since I've seen refs just absolutely dominate a, a basketball game. <laughs> it did. Just like. Dominated. It was crazy. I mean, Caitlin's technical, outrageous. That was some of the fouls on the LSU girls were horrendous too. Just it was back and forth, just terrible, terrible yeah. calls. And 
it's just like let the girls play. Basketball is a violent sport too. And it's on the guard. It's not you're not tackling people and stuff like that. But you can hey, you can throw a bow once in a while. Use your legs, box out. Like you can be a little violent. In fact, that they're just like protecting them. It's pretty outrageous. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Angel reset the entire second quarter. It, it kind of, but that's when. Yeah, that's, not, that's not good for the sport. No, yeah, yeah, good for. Uh, Jasmine the, Carson, the she lit it up. Yeah. She lit it up. She, that, that kind of put the game out of reach a bit. But uh, anyway, I'm glad you got a chance hey, 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 well, to catch they, that. They got it back down to seven in the third quarter. Rich, relax. No, I know. Relax. <laughs> I know. That was, no, no she, her coming in and going. <laughs> That bank shot at the end, too, that looked like me out there shooting up there, <laughs> throwing and saying, Kobe. Kobe. And it went in. And uh, I love seeing that stuff. That's, again, like that's good for the sport of basketball. And, I, I, you know, congratulations to LSU. Happy for them. Feel bad for the Iowa girls. But, hey, they're a fantastic team. And hopefully Caitlin Clark's coming back. Hey, before I let you go, my uh, my wrestling aficionado, TJ Jefferson, wants to ask you something because he was at WrestleMania all weekend long. Yeah, yeah actually. Oh, you yeah. ran in it. I ran, ran in it. George right. Right. Okay, cool. Go hey, for it. What's up, brother? Yeah, I know. He, he, he tried to put me in a headlock. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Security had to pry me off. Uh, George, you know, uh, of course, I'm sure that the NFL career is going to last for a long time and uh, you're going to have much success. But when you finally hang the cleats up, is getting in the ring something that you've given any thought to? Oh, Because, I mean, what I saw from you on Friday, man, it looked like you were obviously having a blast and you've got the size, you've got the physicality. So, you know, is that something you'd, you'd look into? I am about five minutes from making a phone call to get a wrestling ring installed at my house in a barn. So really? yeah, I'm looking forward to any opportunity. Like I said, um, Mr. H has my number. That's not a phone call I'll ever ignore. So I'm, I'm always open to uh, participating in fun violent events. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. And if you need fun. a wise man, if you need a Paul Heyman character, you know, I can, I'll just suggest myself and I'll just throw that hey, out I there for you. Booker T said he was going to do that for me. Oh, okay. You can go. Yeah, you can one on one Booker T, and if you can beat him, you got. It. <laughs> well, no, you you'd have two brothers with dreadlocks in your corner. So I mean, I, I don't see how you could lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, hey, we ain't get beat. No sir. No sir. <laughs> George, you're the best man. Thanks for taking the time after such a big weekend, and you're just flying across the country and stuff. Let's uh, let's connect soon. Congrats. It's always great seeing you have fun in uh, in big spots and surprising people. That was fun. Thank you so much, Rich. Thanks to you and the boys. Hey, and again, you have my number as well, Rich. I'm always available for you, my guy. Okay, absolutely. As you know, I tagged you into this, and I appreciate you uh, you taking me out. So oh, thanks so again. What, Rich, I got one more thing for you. I spent, you know, after the first I wrestled, I got to hang out with Pat and some of the guys backstage, uh, you know, drink a couple of brewskis. Yep. Um, one of the guys lives in Columbus, Ohio, I'm pretty sure he said. He's a Michigan guy. And he was in my ear the whole night about Michigan. I'm like, what is it about you Michigan guys and yeah. telling everybody that you love Michigan? Yeah. It's outrageous. <laughs> Great, fantastic person, though. He's like, you know what I've learned, too? The video crew for WWE is like the equipment managers for football. They're probably the coolest people that don't get enough respect. So I just want to give them a huge shout-out because they were very fun uh, after that WrestleMania. Well, I appreciate it. Um, the reason why um, we're, we're, we're so vocal about it um, no, no, it, it's true. It's because it was an incredible experience. And I'm sure yeah. you had just as, an incredible experience at Iowa. And it's just there's more of us. There's more of us. We're everywhere. You cannot, you cannot um, avoid it. And plus, we're givers. We like to give. Yeah. You know, we like to give and talk about our experiences and hope it washes on the people that are listening. So that's maybe yeah. it. Yeah, I think. I think everybody else takes it as us, like you're forcing it down our throats. No. And I don't know if everyone wants to know that you went to Michigan, how much you guys like the Wolverines. 
Yeah. Because there might be more Iowa people out there, but we just don't, you know, go announce it to everybody. <laughs> well, uh, George, th- I, would, I love you. To use the to use the good the, to use the Boogie Nights phrase, that's a YP. That's a your problem that you don't share it. You know, that's a YP. <laughs> I uh, know. I will share with everyone else that Caitlin Clark's a dog. There you nah, go. That's all. I'll stand on that one. Nah, and I agree. She's a, she's unbelievable to watch. Uh, thanks for the call, George. You take care of yourself, brother. Be well. Yes, that's Matt Damon. Please tell him I'm a huge fan. Okay. I will do that. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's George Kittle, everybody, right here. George. George the Animal Kittle. George the Animal Kittle. I like it. Amazing. I like it. Look, those moves are not... Um, it's not ballet, man. Well, well, it's those moves are not easy to to figure out. I don't think. Although the Miz is a lead pipe wielding professional, so he can yeah, take a hit and fly his body around in a way, you know. But what was it? George said Pat said to hit him a little bit harder. Harder than, he's, than, he, ex- than he, yeah, he's expecting. Than so, he's expecting. Yeah, he hit him with a, a couple times. I was like, ooh. Okay. It did look like Pat did connect on punting him with his punting his head. Yeah, I mean, look, the, sometimes punches connect. Sometimes kicks connect. You know, they, they kind of had to pause a match last night because a guy got hit in the head with a ladder and split yeah. his head wide ah. open. And uh, so <laughs> it happens. It happens, man. It's not a game. Didn't it's it not McMahon, a game. Didn't it, it, it McMahon blow his knee up? Yeah, Shane, Did I see Shane that this morning? Yeah, Shane O'Mac, man. Oh, my the money. All right, let's take a break. Overreaction Monday. Coming your way, everybody. Coming your way. That's next right here on the Rich Eisen Show before Stacey Dales and Matt Damon join us. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. During the commercial break, I saw on uh, Sports Center's Instagram feed um, Steph Curry warming up over the weekend, found a dead spot. Did you see that? Mm-mm. He found it. He's just dribbling, you know, underneath the basket, doing his warm ups, and he stops. He takes the ball and he starts dribbling it. And then he dribbles it over one spot. 
and he dribbles it over another spot two feet up. What court was this on? On his home court. On his home court, really. And just check it out. And then at one point, he realizes something's up, so he takes the ball, and he just releases it with both hands to just drop down, let gravity do its work. It bounces up right around his shin. Then he moves one step to his left, bounces it, and it bounces right up to his waist. Moves back right to his shin, up to it, and he points it out on the court. This is a dead spot. Wow. Old, and it's just like the old Boston Garden. And again, <laughs> I was just about to ask that. Weren't the Celtics notorious for doing that with their court back in the day? Well, well I mean, what, not the- you just said that in an accusatory manner. It was, an, <laughs> it was an old building and an old floor. I mean, the wood goes bad. <laughs> I just found it interesting. And I, I'm not doing this to troll anybody. That's why whenever everyone says you couldn't tell whether a football is inflated properly or not, like you grab these guys, this is their profession. Yeah, you grab they it. They know it. You can tell. Right. And that's why pitchers know when a baseball's wound tighter yep. and football quarterbacks know when a football is just fresh out of the box. Oh, I think that's why you I know? asked you what court it was because I'm surprised it was his home, his home court. court. So it's like it's I amazing know. he hadn't found that before until just now. And let me just say this about Caitlin Clark, too, watching her. I- I'm telling you, I would love to get – you know how there was that old commercial about a taste test for a soda where you had, you knew oh, whether, a blind taste, uh, right? The Pepsi or Pepsi Coke, Coke challenge. Right? Yeah. And how, you know, I think it was a Pepsi taste challenge and people Coke, would be so yeah. surprised the Coca-Cola that they've been drinking, you know, that if you poured on your side of your car, it would take the paint off that that is, Oh my gosh, I, I, it's, it's, it was Pepsi the whole time. And that was what Pepsi basically saying, we're just as good as Coke. Mm-hmm. I would love it. If we had the sound of a net being pierced by a shot ball, Mm-hmm. and put Curry's sound of a net with Caitlin Clark's, would you be able to tell the difference sometimes? I'm serious. I know what I'm saying right now is totally out of the realm for a lot of people, but the way that her basketball shot enters the hoop and goes through the net, it makes a noise mm-hmm. that to me was, it just sounds different, and it doesn't touch the rim, like, almost ever. Rich, why do you say that? In the way that she... she, I mixed a couple Iowa games this year. I told Chris. Right. And I I didn't know her name. I remember coming into Chris and going, who is this girl that plays on Iowa? He went, Caitlin Clark. I went, she's unbelievable. And the sound that you're saying is dead on. It just goes... It's amazing. It makes a noise that just doesn't... It's amazing. I'm serious. Uh, Rich, I'm telling you. And the way that that sometimes... She, the way that she would sneak, a, she sneaks around a, a screen, mm-hmm. and if you it's don't amazing. fight through that screen, and she gets one split second, it's over. It's over. And I know. Look, LSU had so many incredible players yesterday, and they also had a ton of open shots, and they all went in. They set a record for most points scored in a national yep. championship game yep. on the women's side. They, his first triple-digit performance we've ever seen. Wow. I'm telling you, it's different. The ball hits differently. And I know George Kittle said, I hope she, she's staying. I mean, she's not available to mm-hmm. be drafted for another year. And if she, when she goes to the WNBA, she might take a pay cut. She 1,000% is going to make more money in college. With the NIL. Yeah. And, and I do believe, though, that her, her, her leading – I read that her leading – um, revenue generator on the NIL side is a local food bank, and she's demanded that everything gets donated. Yeah. 
That's awesome. Love it. So. But again, like. But she, boy, is she a red ass. Yeah. She is a red ass. I mean, she. Like she was, she gives the you can't see me, and, and like I said, and it wasn't waving, just one game. And, and, that's and her she, thing. And yeah. when she's wait, and when she's sagging on defense on somebody who she doesn't, whose shot she doesn't respect, she just waves her hand at him. And I think some LSU players took offense to that, or at least used that to psych themselves up in a national a- championship absolutely, game, absolutely. which you have to use. Yeah. You have to do that. I get it. I, I think, you know, getting back to this whole Angel Reese thing, I mean, I saw what happened. I was watching the game. And my, to be honest with you, my initial thought was this. I kind of know how media works. I know how Twitter works. So as I'm watching this happen, I already know. What's coming. What's coming. So my thought was, like, I hated to see her do that strictly because you won the game you in a dominating fashion. At the foul line, we hit her up with it. But to chase her for 19 seconds, I mean, look, he the battle, I— I'm fine with anything, but I knew where this was going to go. I know today is not a shock to me. Yeah, I kind of wish she wouldn't have done it strictly because we'd be talking about how good of a basketball player she is, and not some other unnecessary things like mm-hmm. they won the championship. So, but again, that was something that Caitlin had been doing. You know, she'd been she'd been working these girls all year. You know, so you know what goes around comes around, but. Like I said, just for me personally, Rich, knowing how things work, watching that, my initial reaction, if I'm going to be honest, was like, oh, man. Well, South Carolina coach. This is going to get out of control. South Carolina coach Dawn Staley kind of set the stage when she was saying at her press conference over the weekend, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, we've got a bunch of competitors here, play very physical brand, don't call us thugs. Yeah. She, she had a very John Thompson-like press conference where she was setting the stage about how her team is covered and talked about that then played into Angel Reese over the weekend. And like I said, again, I do not – I like the act like you've been there before sort of strategy, but I totally understand I'm a 53-year-old man. And this is a different day and age where people are are making hand gestures like you you know mm-hmm. you can't see me and again just to remind everybody Angel Reese is not the first LSU national champion to point to a ring finger and by the way you might not know this if you hadn't been watching LSU but something those girls do is to keep them motivated all year. At the end of the game, they would take a Sharpie and draw a ring on their ring finger. So this was something that the team had been doing that maybe a lot of people didn't yeah. know. So that pointing to the ring finger, that wasn't just that day. I didn't know that. Yeah, they had dri- I, yeah. I honestly thought Joe Burrow did it. Now Angel Reese is doing yeah, it. Celebrate yourself. That's I, I mean, honestly, I when no Joe Burrow did that, did, did anybody no think he was showing up? I mean, Aaron Donald did it at the, the competition. Yeah. It's like something that I mean, everyone's yeah. been doing right. recently. So I, mean, I didn't think anything of that. Nope. And then when she when she no when she passed her hand over her face, that's I thought. And she's just. I think she said, like, "Yo, like you know, to get Caitlin Clark's attention, I'm doing this." Right. And because she did it to the competition before, exactly. Oh, and, and it's kind of like you know, like you know, you're walking your walk. Yeah. Everybody's paying attention yeah. to you with your walking forty like point triple double, but yep. you're not winning. I am, and right. here I am doing you're this thing, and there's my ring finger. Literally, that's what I thought, and then I turned on to Twitter, and I'm like, oh boy. Well, okay. she said after the game too. I was in my bag, like I'm yeah. enjoying myself. I'm enjoying the moment. We just won the national championship. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. come on.
Well, Stacey Dale is going to join us, and she's been there. I don't think she, I don't know if she's done that, but she's been there, done that figuratively. Yeah. You know. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about, and then we'll throw it a break, and then we'll do overreaction Monday. Um, I I I got to admit this. I didn't I didn't think I'd say this, but I'll, I'm going to say it. You wish you would have went to WrestleMania? I knew no. it. I know I knew what she's going to no. say. I know where you're going. I think I that's think. what you think. Would think. I think no. he's going. No, I think no, I know where you're going. No, no. I like the pitch clock. <laughs> I like the pitch clock. You know why I like the pitch clock? Because I'm not seeing it. No, they, they don't. don't they don't put it where you can see it. Well, that's the no. idea. Too. And then it pops up on the screen when it gets down to five seconds or less. And the number of times I I noticed the number of times I don't see the pitch clock and the pitch is coming and I'm not sitting there thinking this game is rushed. And a, a buddy of mine who I play poker with. Um, every week, it pointed out at the game last week, um, and, and this is interesting. I'll, you know, I'll give uh, my buddy Rob more credit. Folks know him from the world of esports. Um, he's pointed out he goes, baseball's the only sport where there's unlimited timeouts. There, where there was, there you unlimited. Could you imagine the NFL, the NBA, hockey, any other sport? Call timeout as much as you like, and I, 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 and I'm an old school guy. I'm like, I kind of dig that the game was played in the same way that it was played when Calvin Coolidge was president and Grover Cleveland Alexander was the pitcher at the time when Grover Cleveland, you know, Grover Cleveland was the act, you know, was the president at the time. I know I'm totally over exaggerating, but I think you get the point. I kind of, I kind of like the fact that I love it. You know, dig it. I do. Yeah. And you you flagged oh, yeah, this for, for us earlier, Chris. Go for it. We got we got one over here. We got Jeff Passon pointing out that you know the the time of the game was over the weekend, the first fifty games of Major League Baseball season, they sliced a half hour off the game time. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here thinking the game's rushed or it's a problem. You know, forty pitch clock violations, fewer than one a game. I think did I did I see Dever struck out on a pitch clock violation because he didn't make eyes with the con- like eye contact? Yeah, the batter the has to prove that's ready the, by the eight count. That's another weird like. thing that I'm going to have to get used to. Get that. You know, you got because the the pitcher also Nestor Cortez was told, you know, in his last spring training outing, I guess that you because he does a lot of the Luis Tiant, you know, head bob and yeah. moving around. Mm-hmm. You you got to make eye contact with the hitter to say, okay, here it comes, and then he could do all sorts of stuff, right? But he never made eye contact with the hitter. So that's going to be a little bit weird. And again, um, my concern coming into the season, and I brought it up to the commissioner of baseball when he was here, is that incredible World Baseball Classic final confrontation between Otani and Trout. Every pitch in that sequence was a pitch clock violation. And it took forever in terms of a pitch clock violation but it didn't feel like forever as we're no. watching. And I don't want those moments rushed, but I don't I didn't feel like the game was rushed at no. all. Well, it's been a good Seattle first weekend. Seattle was great. The fans were counting down the clock. Okay, that's in another interesting game, aspect of it which too. Which is amazing. That's fine. When the, when the opposing pitcher was up, they would go five, four, and it was like throwing them off a little. But it's actually fun. I think, I think for me, it's always been about action. You know, the three yes. the three outcomes of the last few seasons is just, you know, strikeout, home run, walk, and it's like pretty annoying. But, you know, you look in the first four days, batting average is up. 
15 points. Stolen bases more than doubled from uh, last year. Hey. 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 I tell you. Hey, maybe you're right about it's it. It's the bigger bases. It's going to make a difference. Well, I don't think the bases have anything to do with it. I think <laughs> you're, you're limited you to two throwovers. <laughs> You can't, yeah, just, you can't just endlessly throw oh, over first see, I did see that, That's too, in a Yankee, too. in the Yankee, one of the Yankee Giants games that uh, Clark Schmidt threw over twice, and now everybody knew that if you throw over one more time, you have to – no, no, no. You have to get, get him. him out. Yeah. Right. You're allowed to throw over a third time, but if you don't get him, he he's gets, automatically he's awarded right. second. So. And so that's a very risky throw over. Yeah. But the runner also didn't take off every time, too, knowing that the guy had to go to home plate. Again, like if you're still going to – if Vogelbach standing there on first, MLB's great – television campaign ad aside, he's still not taken off, even though you've exhausted the number of times you've thrown over. You're probably not throwing over at all on him anyway. I'm just using this as an example. I did predict five for him this year. Nice. (laughs) I I also was thrilled that I didn't see a single third baseman standing in right field. (laughs) That is so glorious. I'm so happy about it. We're going to see left fielders in right field soon, I bet. Maybe. I don't know. You're running that risk. But I I I kind of digged it. Yeah, it's been a fun first weekend. Um, and I I and like the Mets the f- are three and one. What's nice. Oh, and I, but I I like the fact I, that I didn't I didn't feel like the game was rushed. It felt the same. Mm-hmm. It did feel the same. And just take a look when you're watching a game. How often do you see the pitch clock popping up on your broadcast? Where usually it's up either with ten seconds to go or the Fox broadcast that I was watching. Yeah. Is it only pops up with five, five. seconds to go? And I, it didn't pop up that often. No. So it hasn't changed the way that I feel the game's being played. But damn, it sliced a half an hour off of game time, yeah. which is huge. There's just no yeah. other way huge. to put it. Rich, my game was two hours and three minutes. So you were the home? second game. You were home? It was unbelievable. So I basically, told Chris I was like home, but I would have been. Most important aspect of the pitch clock, unintended <laughs> consequence, because these games are so short. Will you be able to actually be here during the day you're actually doing a game late at nah, night? Like, I mean, you don't I have to set up as much? Prep time still the same. What's the still prep? The same. I, told, the prep? I told Chris. There's wires and a bunch exactly. of buttons. I know. They're all you know, connected to the all stadium. You don't, not, you're not the one literally, like, plugging it into the wall. Well, on my end, I am. Okay. No, <laughs> you just don't want to be here. We don't have it. Del Tufo. No. The, the Rich Eisen no. Show Del Tufo clock. We may have to have that. <laughs> That's a great idea. Three. All right. We'll take a break. Oh, yeah. Over oh, Reaction yeah. Monday when we come back. Stacey Dales and Matt Damon in hour three. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Monster.com can help you win your job hunt today. Take your resume do yourself a favor. You're looking for a job. Take your resume. Go to monster.com. Upload it. 
And the minute that your resume is uploaded to Monster.com, you can be recruited by employers before they even post their jobs because employers are all over this website too. All over Monster.com. Because Monster.com, they know, specializes in building the right teams for employers and then knows how to match you looking for a job with the job fits that fit you best and give you career advice for a strong performance when it counts. When you score the position, there's a salary calculator that Monster.com has that ensures you're paid what you're worth. All soup to nuts, you are handled. And guess what? You can go for it and get your resume on Monster.com and win your job hunt today. Monster.com. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Stacey Dale's top of the next hour talking about her college basketball playing experience. And then she'll uh, give us uh, all the information she has on the pro day circuit. That will be ending shortly. And then we're already getting visits going down. Will Levis apparently visiting with the Raiders for his in-person. No. Here we go. No. They took Anthony Richardson to dinner. Now they got Will Levis in Las Vegas. Here we go. Time now for one of our Monday staples. It's our best. It's Overreaction Monday. Hit it. That was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. Monday. Christopher, how about it, sir? Hey, guys. How's everybody doing today? Oh, I'm fantastic, Chris. Awesome. Rich, you good? What do you got? I'm good. You know who's not good? <laughs> no. Well, Jim Kelly thinks Josh Allen's not good. What? Have oh, you seen this? I have not. No, what? Jim Kelly was talking locally, and, you know, he said that the team needs more around Josh. That's true. So he doesn't have to do everything. That is correct. I think Jim Kelly's right. The Bills need more talent around Josh oh, Allen. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> they need a running back next to him that they can hand it to 15, 20 times a game. How about that? And I understand the Kansas City Chiefs has shown, okay, running backs this, running backs that. We'll draft one in the seventh round. He'll get about 800 yards rushing. He'll be our leader, and we'll still win the Super Bowl, and he'll score a touchdown in it. That's the point. He scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen, once you hit the red zone, what if he has somebody like, I'm telling you, call the Titans and see if Derrick Henry's available. I need to know, is he he available or is he not? (laughs) (laughs) Go get yourself somebody who can stand next to Josh Allen, and so he doesn't feel he has to jam it in a window from the 15-yard line. Doesn't have to run around like crazy and make these wild throws that are more successful than not. Jim Kelly's right. Well, that so wait a minute, but you posited as saying that, that Josh Allen's not that good. Yeah, you kind of you kind of clipped on us a little bit. Come on now, don't do that to our friend Jim hey, Kelly. Don't read into what I'm saying. I'm uh, just saying words. Okay, but you're saying that Jim Kelly That's says an overreaction. That, what Jim Kelly Josh Allen said isn't good. That's not exactly what not he what said. I said. <laughs> he needs more talent around Josh Allen. I agree, but that doesn't that mean is not doesn't an overreaction. What else you got he over there? He needs to stop doing everything. That's correct. All right. That's all I their said. Their best run option it's shouldn't be their quarterback in the red zone. That wasn't quite how the meal was presented when you took the lid off of it. Is all I'm what else? I would agree with that. If you're too. a guy. That's a proper reaction. If you're a TJ. guy coming off of a knee injury that didn't play last year, should you be asking for $15 million? The asking price for Odell, it's too high. No one's going to take a chance. I would disagree with that. That's, is that what he wants, 15? Is that what that's, he wants? That's a report. Great. Give it to him. If you're why? the Jets, why? give it why? to him. Why? <laughs> because why? he can win you the Super Bowl on the spot if he shows up and is the Odell. Hey, Rich, that was two years ago. Got it. <laughs> Got it. How, Rich, let me ask you a question. Yes. How you feel today? Yeah. Were you feeling better two years ago? 
Um, I understand what you're saying. Thank you. I, I'm, I'm still got my back in a tizzy from a pickleball injury two and a half weeks ago. But Doctor I'm said they need a brachiotomy. I'm 53. <laughs> Five brachiotomies. I say, go for it. The market will pay what it, what it is. And if, it, if somebody says no 15, it'll come down to 10. And he'll sign somewhere and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Amazing. Yes. Right, I'm, gonna... I'm only saying that because I'm watching Michigan spring game yeah, right now right live on the Big Ten Network. <laughs> wow. Spring yeah. And Donovan Edwards looked like it was Columbus all over again. Okay. What else you got? Oh, gosh. What else you got? Uh, okay, so we talked to Arthur Smith last week. I-, I heard what he had to say. I took it all in. I digested it. Yes. It's crazy. The Falcons are going to regret not going after Lamar Jackson. I think that, again, I've said this. I will say it again. The Falcons not going for Lamar Jackson. Currently, the Colts not going for Lamar Jackson. Who else? I got this right here. The Jets. No, 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 no. Well, well, hold on a second. If Aaron Rodgers and they give up a first rounder for him, which you know I think is not Mm -hmm. going to happen, then you can throw the Jets in that mix if Aaron Rodgers doesn't pan out. Um, You've got the Titans, potentially. The Commanders. That's the one. Yeah. The Washington Commanders. They have the 16th overall pick. They're not putting that on the line with next year's as well. Those teams... If Lamar does go elsewhere, I don't know if it's the same if he stays put in Baltimore. But wherever he goes, not Baltimore, let's just put it that way, and he succeeds and he takes that team to the promised land or to a championship game, gets to the Super Bowl and loses, just right around there in that very high-rent district neighborhood. And the team that doesn't go for him is absolutely going to be in the uh, in the barrel it's their time in the barrel if they don't perform well with the plan that they're sticking with right now with desmond ritter with whoever indianapolis drafts maybe fourth overall at the quarterback spot with sam howell in dc so this is that that is not an overreaction it might be for atlanta i kind of like the other moves that they've made but if desmond ritter doesn't pan out and lamar goes somewhere else and puts somebody in the high rent district yeah uh-huh. What do you got, Chris? What else? Speaking of Will Levis, you just mentioned him. His pro days today. We're going to talk to Stacey Dales about it. How about this one? Will Levis is going to be the only rookie quarterback to make the playoffs oh, this year. Oh, my God. That's an overreaction. His uh, visit to the Vegas Raiders is today. His pro day, as you know, was right. last week. Uh, Jeremy uh, Fowler had a report that the Colts are looking at him at number four. Colts can win that division. With but Will, he's the only with one. Will Levis. You say he's the only one. Only one. Dude, I think Carolina is set to win the division with who, who could be the rookie quarterback. No. Saints, no love for D.C.? I, I, I do have love for him, but I think there's a clear path to the basket if the Raiders take him. I know everybody thinks the AFC South stinks, but Jacksonville is set to repeat. Okay. And the mm-hmm. Titans are mm-hmm. always going to tighten up. Hashtag. But um, I'll just I, – I don't have an issue with Will Levis making the playoffs. I have an issue with him being the only one, although usually it is only one. So you're pegging him, huh? Pegging right. him. Put a it, pin in it. This is based solely on the Colts report. Put a pin in it. What else? All right, real quick. Uh, MVP showdown in the NBA, it's Giannis. Giannis is the MVP this year. I don't want to hear anything about Joker. I don't want to hear anything about Embiid. Giannis, three out of four. Give it to him. Well, I can't say that's an overreaction because 
Well, all I mean, year, you can't all year sneeze at been, that. All year it's been I understand that it's Joker and Embiid. I know, I know, I know. Where's Giannis? He's the best player in the league. I got it. I understand. I can't say that's an overreaction. So that'll say that's a proper reaction. But, um, I mean, the Joker hasn't played three straight games. He's costing himself. What's going on? Trophies. This league, dude. This league is just nutty. Rich, it's Masters week. Uh-huh. Okay. You know what I'm doing. Tiger in contention on Sunday. That's your last one? Let's go! Let's go! Sunday, contention! Red shirts! I wish this wasn't an overreaction. Come on! Tiger's always been in the category if you never count him out. I will just say to you, well done. Well done. I'll say yes. Okay, sure. That's a proper reaction. I'm with you in that foxhole, sir. I'm with you. Would that be wild? That would be wild. Jim Nance calls his final final four national championship tonight, then calls Tiger putting on the jacket one last time. The birds. Oh, yeah, baby. Good for you. Stacey Dales and Matt Damon coming up in the next hour. Don't miss it. Masters is best. I did have a couple more. We ran out What of else time. you got? No, you go ahead. Uh, another, another Masters one guy. I'm going to say, you see who won the live event yesterday? Yeah, Kepka Brooks. Brooks Kepka. He's back. Is he back? Okay. Multiple live guys in the top 10. I think that's a good one. Mm. Why not? Why wouldn't there be? DJ just won a couple years ago. Cam Smith obviously had the dominant uh, run last year. I don't know. Uh, maybe why not? I don't know. Or, or multiple live guys. Uh, just step all over themselves in the final round like Greg Norman. See, Greg Norman said that if a live guy wins, yeah. all of live is going to be on the 18th green celebrating. Okay. Great. Just less <laughs> Greg Norman. Okay. All right, last one for you, TJ. Oh, yes. TJ won. Oh. Look, we can agree. Cody Rhodes got screwed, but Roman Reigns winning good for business. TJ, I, you want to have a, have that one? Ooh. Is it good for business? Of course, we are nearing. We are in day nine hundred and forty six of the Roman Reigns title reign. The man is fourteen days away from hitting one thousand days as the WWE champion, the undisputed Universal Heavyweight Champion. Of course, it's good for business. He's the most recognizable figure. He's the head of the table. He's the tribal chief. He's the best of all time. And this reign may never end. We may pass on. He might still be champion. I don't know what's going to happen. But yes, it's best for business. <laughs> TJ Jefferson. Oh. I'll give that a round of applause. Thank you. You didn't even see that one coming. I, oh. I had no idea. Yeah, very good. Normally, I don't even pay attention during this segment. So. Oh, oh, wow. I'm just joking. It's just a joke. Funny. Just a joke. Wow. Just a joke. Stacey Dales coming up talking national championship game and then Matt Damon talking about air.